Welcome back to Let's Talk Sh with Christy Gothrow. Thank you again for joining in. Today, I will talk about confidence, why you should have it, and what does it actually mean to have confidence within? And how is it different than courage? Listen in. But today, I want to talk a little bit more about confidence. Um, it's one of those pillars that I like to stand by when it is time to overcome trauma, when it's time to triumph over that trauma, when you're looking for transformation, I really believe confidence is a key part of that. And I say that because you can have the courage and say that you will change whatever part of your life needs changing, right? You can say, I am going to eat better. I am going to start that new career or enroll in school, whatever it may be. You have the courage for it. You may even put in the application for it. You may do the research, you know, have the conversations and the interviews and so forth. You have the courage to do those things. But having the confidence to do it is actually showing up in those interviews and putting in those applications and having those conversations in a way that you know you win either way it goes, right? Having confidence to me means within yourself, no matter which direction it goes, even if there's a setback, because maybe you are deciding to change your eating habits and you have a week of binging on, you know, Burger King and Pop Popeye's. Having that confidence on the inside is saying, yeah, it was a setback. I did that. Being able to, you know, identify where the mishap was. Where was the setback? Where did I forget something? Where did I allow my flesh to get the best of me? And saying, oh, but it won't happen again. I, oh, I know better next time. I believe that's where the confidence comes in. And so we can be courageous in so many things. But being confident is different. One scripture that comes to mind is God has not given us the spirit of fear, but he has given us that power. He has given us that sound mind, right? He's given us confidence. The love that he gives us in place of the fear is the confidence. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind. The love that's in those three things is the confidence. The power is the ability to show up in your confidence. A sound mind is to convince yourself and convince the situation that you're confident. So there's confidence. There's being confident. And there's understanding that you have the power to do it. It's an inside job. 
it's not about what you say either because a lot of times we get caught up in if I say it it's gonna happen you know if I keep saying it if I affirm it if I declare it it's gonna come true well when the situation starts to present itself when things start unfolding for you to get on that path to whatever new journey uh, or new destination you're headed towards when things start opening up are you confident enough to take on those opportunities are you confident enough to walk through that door and say hey i'm in here now what's next or do you just have the courage to say it to declare it to affirm it and then when the situations or when the opportunities come when the people come when the doors start opening are you just courageous enough to say yeah i know that's what i want to do and actually in boldness and in confidence understand the power that's in you to do it the power to understand and the sound mind to actually think about the process of it and then knowing that confidence that love that's in you is gonna set you up to win regardless confidence is knowing I got this regardless yeah I, I have the courage enough to stand there and say I'm gonna do it I'm confident enough to walk through the door and I understand that the love of God that is in me gives me the confidence to see this thing through either way it goes whether I walk in there and I realize this is not what I thought it was this is not the door I wanted to be open this is not the position I thought I wanted I really thought I was gonna be a vegetarian I don't like it or my body doesn't like it there are still some things missing it's not working for me Confidence is not saying, oh, that was a bad choice and dumping it on the side and never looking back, forgetting the lessons learned and saying, let's move on to the next thing. Confidence is understanding that you as an individual, accept the fact that you made that choice, remembering every lesson that you've learned from it, and then saying, where do I go from here? that I can connect to this experience. I don't wanna to totally throw it away. What can I take from this to, to connect to the next thing? Because there is something I got out of it and I'm confident enough to know that I'm taking a part of it with me. Whether you got on a job and you realize it's what you said you wanted, you spoke it into existence, you manifested it, right? You got on that job and you realize it's not the life. Uh -uh, this is not how I want to get the bag well guess what whatever it is you learned on that job or whoever you became connected to on that job whoever ministered to you or you ministered to them whoever showed you love or you had to show love to all of those connections the experiences in all you take with you wherever you go now granted sometimes there are things that happen in people you meet situations and circumstances that you are like uh-uh I'm not taking it. I will not remember it. I refuse to get thee behind me, Satan. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. I'm with you on that because there <laughs> are absolutely some times and some people, some situations that you definitely don't want to take with you, even though, even though, even though, even though your mind has recorded those experiences, right? 
they're they're recorded and so you may remember what happened you may see that person again and it triggers an emotion you may um, witness the same situation in another in another position or trying another uh new thing in your lifestyle right you may have some residue from the other position or the other way of living or the other choices or the other people the group you were in like you may have some residue from that 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 you bring along to the to the new thing but you have to understand what the residue is right when maybe you do start feeling a certain way or maybe you see that person that triggers an emotion maybe you get in the same situation and you realize this is what happened the last time that's when the sound mind comes in that's the sound mind allows you to think it through recalibrate let me look to the left to the right okay you know get my bearings and then say oh wait i identify it i know what it is i know where it's coming from i don't want it because you actually do have a choice i don't want it i'm not gonna feel it that's not the same this is this won't end up the same way I will not allow myself to go through the same situation. I am not going to have the same circumstances. You actually have a choice. The sound mind gives us choice. It reminds that I'm confident in the love of God. The confidence comes. The confidence is the love that's in me. The confidence is the love that I should operate on at all times. So let's just say you're not even starting something new. Maybe you're not changing your lifestyle. Maybe you're not going into a new position, coming off your job, going to school, having a baby, getting married, going into a business deal. Maybe none of these things apply. It could just be you want to live a cleaner spiritual life. It could be you want to change your way of thinking. You want to become better with your finances. You want to clean more. I know for me, it is being more consistent with my children and holding them responsible to the task that I've assigned to them in the house. If I task you with something, I need to be accountable so that I can hold you accountable. I need to be consistent so that you can know that consistency is expected and then you'll make a habit of it. So, so I know what it is, right? Even though I am also starting this new journey. I started a bar class, not bar as in drinking, <laughs> but bar as in fitness. And it's new for me because I hadn't worked out in over 10 years. And so it's new for me, but I understand. I have the mindset that I'm going in regardless. I'm going to come out a winner regardless. If I get into the pro, like I've already started to work out, but if I get into it and realize this is too much for my body or maybe it doesn't fit with my time or I'm not really into, you know, the people I'm training with, whatever it is, whether it goes left or right. And I'm really thinking that it's going to go great because I loved it. But if it did not go great, it's not going to steer me away from taking care of my health. On the days when my kids decide they're not going to follow the directions and not going to get the things done that I have tasked them with, I am not going to give up and go back to my old ways. I'm going to remind myself, and I have the ability to do it. I have the ability to remind myself to say, you know what? I wasn't consistent last week. I'm going to try again this week because we have to get it done. 
I want them to understand that when they're tasked with something, it's just as important as the task that they want to do. The task that they want to perform, they, of course, as kids, think that that is the ultimate thing to do for the day. I don't want to do anything else, but I need them to to understand that sometimes you're given something else to do that's going to take priority and you need to do it. Got to be accountable, right? And so if that's the thing that I'm working on, even if my kids don't do it (laughs) three days in a row, you know, I've had to go back and forth. I've even had to like, you know, threaten some whippings or give a whipping. Yeah, I whip. If you listen to me and you don't like the fact I whip. I don't know what to tell you. Get you a fly, put it on my wall so you can check out and make sure I'm not abusing my kids because I don't. <laughs> but even those times, right, when I feel like, ah, they are not listening. This is not working. I quickly check myself. Boom. Let me get my thought life together because we are doing this and we're going to start again right now. And so if I notice I missed it for a couple of days, I'm confident enough. And I'm telling you, sound mind enough to to understand where I am in the situation. Where did I miss it? Was I too busy? Was I being just a little bit too nice because somebody brought good grades in the house? You know, like, where did I let them off at? Did I allow them to watch too much television? Why? Because instead of watching TV, they could have been doing this. Like, I start to identify where I missed it because it's not all about my kids that's another thing being confident is not passing the blame being confident is accepting responsibility and you can accept the responsibility and you can check yourself and fix it the conviction of God is being able to check yourself having a self-check It's not ever thinking that you're too good to be checked. It's not ever thinking that, you know, I can't do anything wrong and I don't need someone to tell me. It's not ever getting to that point. It's understanding that sometimes you are going to get it wrong. You are going to say the wrong thing. You are going to fall off the bus. You're going to forget something. And sometimes you may do it a lot. But you have the ability, the power in you to stand in your confidence. And be confident enough to say, I'm still moving forward. I'm going to take what I learned from this and apply it to the next thing. If I got to start over, I'm starting over because my health matters. We weren't consistent. That's okay because we're going to try it again. Your mind records the things that happen, whether good or bad. You can decide what you want to keep. And if something comes that you don't want, if you happen to get into, you know, that lax behavior again, you have the power within you. The brain power as well. That's our mind is everything. The brain power as well to get it all together. Collect your thoughts, organize them, and then issue out what's going to work best. What should I do next? Now, granted, some people do deal with mental health issues where they may have times where they can't control their thoughts, right? And when you can't control your thoughts, a lot of times you'll be, again, courageous enough to say some things, but then your thoughts will start racing and you're not confident enough to go through it. And it's not that you don't want to stand in your confidence. It's just that that sound mind 
you hadn't really got a hold to that yet. And so you know it's in you to do it. You know you have the power to do it, right? You know God's love for you is going to be with you, but that sound, that mind, you can't get that that mind right. You can't uh, gather those thoughts. You can't bring them in alignment with, with that power that's in you, with that understanding of I can do this. And so if you can't get it there, then that's a whole nother conversation. That's another conversation, but it's then working on that part. That may actually be the new area you should go into. If you're trying to do 50 other things and, you know, 49 out of the 50 isn't working, it may be a mindset. It may be you need to journey towards having a sounder mind. You need to journey towards having a having clear thinking a clear conscience and being able to you can't control every thought that comes in but you can check them especially the ones that change your mood because of course sometimes you have some thoughts and that thought came and gone and you couldn't have checked it if you wanted to right because <laughs> by the time you thought about it it was gone and you were thinking about something else but the thoughts that change your mood You notice feelings, so when your feelings change, then you check the thoughts. There are so many thoughts. I heard somebody say like 60,000 thoughts, right, a day. Well, if you're having 60,000 thoughts a day, I think it's a day. Don't quote me. But let's just say, you know, you're having 60,000 thoughts a day. Can you really check all 60,000 thoughts? You'll run out of time. Can you really write them all down? Absolutely not. You will run out of time. But what you can do is check your feelings. Where are your emotions at? Where's your mood at? How are you feeling right now? Don't go by that. Don't move on your feelings. Don't say, well, I'm, you know, I'm such in a happy mood, so I should. Not even that. Don't even get in such a good mood that you start doing things that you know later on you might regret. And then don't be in such a crappy mood that you don't want to do anything that later on you might regret, right? Maybe you're supposed to, you were supposed to show up to like, you know, one of your kids' games or you were invited to an, a party and you like all crabby and, you know what I'm saying, you stink right now, so you don't want to go to the party. Then later on, you regret it. That's going by your feelings. Don't Don't move by your feelings like that, but let those feelings move you to check your thoughts. Let me see what I'm feeling like. So I can check my thoughts. I need to get this thought life together. Get your thought life together. When you have your thoughts in check, when you have a mind that works according to how you want it to work, and it's not just controlling your life, right? It's just, it's not allowing your feelings to be all over the place. Because you are more mindful, which is why people call it mindfulness. And it's not like some creepy, magical, seducing word. But mindfulness is real. You have a brain and it works a certain way. Thoughts come because of certain things. Like that's another conversation. I'm just saying, don't hear mindfulness and don't hear being mindful and tied into all this other creepy mess that people have going on out there. But mindfulness is a thing. And you can pair it with spirituality, just like you pair physical fitness. If you're going to take care of your body, you need to take care of your mind. The spirit don't need you to do anything other than stay in tune with God. Keep that communication open. Hear from him. Learn of him talk to him let him be involved let him have the way 
He will give you the wisdom, the knowledge, and the understanding to get your mind straight and to get your body straight. Because you're a three-part being whether you want to be or not. And your spirit and your mind are not the same thing. Let's just go ahead and break that right now. The way you think is not the same as the spirit within you. Now, can they come in a line? Of course they can and they should. Having the mind of Christ is understanding that you have the spirit of God that connects with the brain that God gave you to live on this earth. And they come into alignment. They think and do what God would think and do. Okay. Doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be out here, you know, creating suns and creating moons and planets and so forth. But the life that God wants you to live here, you can do it. If you bring that mind in alignment, just like the body he wants you to have here, you can have it if you bring it in alignment. But you must know the way you think is not automatically who you are. You are first a spirit that is given a body. And in order to control that body, you have a brain because, I mean, you can't move your fingers. You can't taste food. You can't look around. You can't walk. You can't do any of that if your brain dead. If your brain is even dysfunctioning somewhere, it is hard for your physical being to do anything. It is hard for you to speak sometimes, right? If your brain is malfunctioning somewhere, some physical part of you is not going to do what it's supposed to do because your brain is supposed to be in charge of it. But it's not who you are. The confidence to go and do what you need to do in this life is who you are. That is the spirit within you. That is that love that I said confidence is. It is the love of God, the spirit of God that is in you. That moves you in the confidence to do the things you should be doing. And I'm going to end with this one example. I don't know her name. But. I just know part of the story, but it just automatically, like it just came to my mind when I thought about just, it's just in you already who you are and how your mind can become aligned with that or can remain aligned no matter what happens to your physical body and how confidence comes from within. And it's not an outside thing. The, the, the surfer, she's a female surfer who got her arm bitten off, right? She lost her arm. She still surfs, y'all. Not only does she surf, but she's a speaker. She's an inspiration to so many people. And I thought of her because the confidence that she has wasn't in the surfing. And it wasn't in the body. It was inside of her. Because had she not had the confidence inside of her, she would have lost that arm not been able to catch her bearings and said, surfing is not for me anymore. Matter of fact, if they had told her she couldn't surf, she could have even said, I'm not speaking to anybody about it. I'm going to just stay at my house and mope about it. I'm going to just be sad and go work at Publix or Winn-Dixie or where I don't know where she lives. So I just called out a grocery store <laughs> nearby, you know, wherever she could be. That's a Publix uh, is a grocery store in other states, right? A Kroger's, a Walmart, Walmart's everywhere. But she didn't. The confidence in her and having that sound mind allowed her and understanding the power that she had. Now, I can't say if people were speaking it into her, if it was learned, but I will say this. It's an eight 
right? The power and that love is, is in, in our innate abilities to do things. She was a surfer because it was just in her to do it. You know how much confidence and boldness you got to have to go surf on the waters that you have no control over? That right there is confidence in itself, right? And so for her to get out there and do that, but then lose a limb, it's in you. It's in her. To lose a limb, that can set so many people back. Think Some of y'all right now lose a limb. You're going to be trying to get on disability and stay at your house and... That's a wrap for you. You ain't trying to do nothing. You ain't going to talk to nobody about it. You don't want to have any discussions around it. You know, you just upset with the fact that you lost the limb. But when confidence is in you, even if you go to do something that causes you to lose a limb, if you go, you move in confidence to do something that maybe, you know, it caused you some type of setback. It's really not a setback. Unless you don't have a sound mind, it'll put you down. It'll set you down, right? Because you don't have a sound mind. But understand the power that you have, the love that is automatically in you, and remembering that you must have a sound mind. You must pay attention to the brain, to to the thought life that God allows you to have, and bring that in alignment so that You don't just sit down, but that you continue to stand up and you continue to to move forward. I know I said a whole lot in 25 minutes, but I want to just end it right there. I hope it blessed someone because it most certainly blessed me. I didn't even think I had that much in me to say about it, but I definitely wanted to touch on one of those pillars, which is confidence. And so right now I pray and I ask God that he just overwhelm you with his uh, spirit of boldness and a spirit of love and with his power and that you understand who you are, who you were created to be and what you can do in life. Love you and be blessed. Until next time.